The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Welcome to Learn About Law. My name is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you find this video and podcast helpful. If you need some help, please feel free to call us at 515-207-2006. We offer free consultations in many areas of law, and we have several geographic locations for your convenience. We serve all of Iowa. We're also happy to meet with you and provide most legal services virtually without requiring you to leave your home. Enjoy the video. Hello, I'm Gene Nassif, an attorney at O'Flaherty Law. My practice areas include business transactional matters as well as uh, landlord-tenant and some family law issues. I practice here in the state of Iowa. Now today we're going to talk about what happens when an ex-spouse lies on their taxes. An important consideration for separation or divorce is the tax implications. During marriage, spouses can be in the dark uh, regarding their household finances, and more specifically, anything their spouse may be hiding from the IRS. This may come to bite the spouse post-separation when the IRS sends you a notice of a proposed deficiency, attempting to hold you liable for the underreported income to the IRS while you were together. Now, what can you do should the IRS send you a notice of deficiency for your ex's non-payment? Generally speaking, spouses filing joint tax returns are held jointly responsible for any tax debts that would come up on a tax return. Tax debts come from underpaid taxes or underestimating taxes. Understatements are when the tax return says you owe more one amount when you actually owe more. In these instances, your tax return doesn't report all of your income or claims a credit that you cannot take. This can cause an understatement of the tax. The IRS may ask for payment from one spouse. However, they can legally hold both spouses accountable. In other words, should your ex-spouse owe $10,000 to the IRS and they are unable to pay, the IRS will be able to go after you for that entire amount. This is called joint and several liability. I want to note here that filing jointly isn't necessarily required for couples. To avoid potential liability for a spouse, you can file your taxes separately. That being said, it's important to discuss the implications of filing se separately with a tax professional, additionally making those considerations in your marriage prior to doing it. What kind of relief might be available? A spouse who has been left with tax debts from their ex-spouse may have a few avenues available to seek relief. There is the innocent spouse relief, relief by separation liability, and equitable relief. The first two types of relief must be requested within two years from when the collection activity begins. The final avenue for relief, called equitable relief, can be requested until the deadline for the IRS to collect the debt has expired. Now, what happens if you apply for relief but were rejected? If you're denied relief because you filed too late, you may be able to file a new application. Today, you can request this relief until the IRS can no longer collect the debt. What are the differences between the types of, the re of relief? To qualify for innocent spouse relief, the Iowa or the Internal Revenue Service requires that you did not know about the improperly reported income credit, or expense, nor did you have any reason to know about it. This error has to be an item that your 
item of your spouse's, such as their income or business expenses. Under equitable relief, the IRS will consider your knowledge of the violation in deciding whether or not you gain relief, though they will make additional considerations. If your spouse omitted reporting an account that may have been in your name without your knowledge, you may still be eligible for equitable relief. Are there additional limits to when a relief is available? Innocent spouse relief isn't available when you, cur- when you correctly reported your income, expenses, or credits, but your spouse underpaid the taxes when they mailed in your return. Equitable relief is available for underpayment situations. Separation of liability is only available in situations when you are divorced, legally separated, legally separated, or living in a separate household for the entire year prior to filing a request. If you know the problem with the IRS filing, separation of liability is not available towards you. You cannot qualify for a refund of payments made before you requested separation of liability. The form you need to file here is Form 8857 with the IRS. Finally, I want to address equitable relief. This is the final type of relief you can seek. This uh, this form of relief is mainly for those who don't qualify for the other forms of relief. The IRS will consider the following factors when deciding whether or not to grant relief. First, whether you are no longer married or separated and not just temporarily living apart from your spouse. Second, whether you did or didn't have actual knowledge or the problem, or whether you had reason to know that there was a problem. Three, whether you are a victim of abuse. Four, whether you were in poor physical or mental health when you signed a return or filled out the application for relief. Five, whether you would suffer hardship if relief was not granted. Six, whether the requesting spouse has a legal obligation to pay the debt through a divorce agree agreement, or decree, and finally, whether you have tried to follow the tax laws in tax years following the year which you requested relief. To conclude, if your ex has stuck you with a tax bill, relief might be available. It's important to review your options with a professional and decide what is best for you. As always, if you have any additional questions, feel free to reach out to our firm. Thank you very much. Hello again, this is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you enjoyed this video and podcast. If you did, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to our channel. If you need legal help in this or any other area of law, please do not hesitate to reach out and schedule a consultation. Most consultations are free and all can be conducted remotely if you'd like. Please email us, book online, or call us at 515-207-2006. We have many locations for your convenience. We serve all of Iowa. Thank you again for watching.